Yes, from the Nine Network, Denny Widler. Denny, good morning. Morning, gents. Uh, is Pup there? I'm here, buddy. Mate, why didn't you have a go at Buzz yesterday? Oh, mate, because two wrongs don't, rate, don't make a right. You know that. But don't worry, I'm blueing with him as well now. <laughs> oh, oh are you? Tell us about your blue. What's going on? <laughs> well, what have you done? See, I, I picked up, uh, there was a, a story where, which was saying that Latrell Mitchell's worth two million bucks, 600000 in marketing. And look, I get, I want Latrell to make as much money as possible. Uh, but I just made the, made the mention that a year ago, the, the same organisation, same people writing stories were saying that Latrell's a basic, basically, uh, you know, a thug for what he did to Joey Manu. And, you know, he's, he was unmarketable and terrible. And now he's the most marketable bloke in the world. And I was just calling out, you know, the change in opinion. And, yeah. you know, I think, I'm, I think that's a fair thing to say that there's been a big sway in people's opinion. And I, I've sort of been of the view from the start that Latrell's the same person and there is mm. no way that he deliberately went to injure Joey Manu in that tackle. And mm. yes, I still, still think he's worth a lot of money. Uh, and it's, But, you know, if you say that, according to people like Buzz, well, you know, you're not allowed to have that opinion. So I'm, I'm just having my opinion and <laughs> Buzz doesn't agree Don't you dare it. have an opinion. Buzz is backflip, that's all. Shot fired. Uh, Buzz had a crack at me. I'll have a crack at Buzz. That's all fine. It's what we do. It's and what we do. Pop, I thought you would have gone a bit harder, mate. Look, uh, you, uh, mate, I'm I'm not entitled to my opinion. I haven't played 45 Origins, so I'm just going to keep out of it. To me, the thing about Latrell, there's no doubt he's a superstar, and he's playing unbelievable footy at the moment, but... Do we not? Do we not? Do we forget quickly? Cameron Smith, Cooper Cronk, uh, Tommy T. Like to me, I feel like at the moment we're carrying on like he's Sir Donald Bradman of cricket. He's that far above everybody else. Yet, Puppy's the most charismatic player in the game. He might be at the moment, but yeah. last year we would have we spoke about Tommy T. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about charisma and appeal, and I agree with Buzz in terms of the fact that he's very charismatic very marketable um, and he's got appeal like if he if he walks in you know with a bunch of other NRL players the kids tend to gravitate towards him and, and Tommy mm. but he's just got a, a real um, something about him and the way he's embraced he's, he's changed a fair bit since he's come back from America yeah well he said that as well didn't he yeah and he's embracing the media he's actually you know uh, doing more media media stuff at the moment and, right uh, he's got a contract uh, with Fox Sports, and um, I think that that's maybe part of uh, why he's now getting more glowing reviews in certain sections of the media. Uh, that could be something surely not. To do with it. Surely no, not. Surely not. But um, you know, that I think that he he deserves every penny he can get uh, yeah. because um, he's got a he's got a short career. Uh, it's you know ten years or so, and uh, I think he deserves everything he can get. And he is uh, a happy firing Latrell is box office. Watchable. Mm. Why is there? Why is there so much conversation, or if there's any beef around how much money a player gets? Like to me, I know there's a salary cap. I understand that. So there's only so much you can get on the field. But if a player, there wouldn't be too many of the top ten players in the game not getting little bonuses off the field anyway. Whether it's a car contract, okay, they mightn't get any money, but instead of going and buying a car for one hundred and fifty grand, they're getting a free car for the two years they're at the club, or you know, um, a, a shoe deal, or like surely there's 
tell me one of the top ten players that's not getting the little perks that come with being the best in the game. And they deserve it. Uh, but it's hard to, Definitely. Get, hard to earn another 600 in third parties. Loz, I mean, you, you live through Super League. Mm. You're, you're a professional player, and I'm sure you had good endorsements going. But to earn 600, you've got to also service that 600 yeah. uh, in terms of you know, turning up for sponsors and doing things. And on top of a, a professional career, which is highly uh, – it requires a lot of time. Uh, it's very demanding. Um, I think that, you know, I think that... And you know the other thing with that, Denny? There's only a few players that can actually endorse products legitimately, I reckon. When you're with Nike, Loz, yep. was, it, was it a big deal or was it um, was it just... It was a, it was a, yeah, reasonably size, a reasonable size deal given the where rugby league in, was in terms of um, off-field. Mm. You know, I, I don't think it was a lot of... Players, et was, et and junior probably were the most marketable players around that time, and they started to do deals off the field. And I think after that, then it slowly started to take effect where other players were getting deals. Mm. So for me, yeah, Nike was a, a, a good well, it was a good one for, mm. for me. Um, but again, you had to earn your money; it just wasn't given to you. That that money, it wasn't just there's your boots and yeah. uh, we're going to give you some money just to, to just to wear them. You had to do other things for them. So, um, and and again, that that's where people get a little bit confused. I think with what you're getting paid by third parties and what you actually do with it. Laurie, I, I think it'd be hard to earn six hundred k outside of your football career. I mean, the players who have you know who are going to earn the most are the the Latrells, the James Tedesco, uh, Tommy T. Um, yeah, maybe maybe a Cameron Munster that he's had some some off field issues, and I think someone like Nathan Cleary yeah. um, is you know they're, they're the most marketable guys in the game, and they can mm. they can make the extra money just just off the top of my head. Yeah, um, you know, they're the ones. I, Cam I, Murray I, be another one. Cam Murray, or Cam yeah. Murray, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, and you know, good luck to them. One hundred percent. I would never want. Yeah, you know, I would never begrudge anyone earning extra money. I mean, that's that's what they're they're professional athletes and. They should make every cent they possibly can. You look at, I mean, look at uh, the way Paul Gallon's changed his career now. Mm. Like, yeah, you know, this was a, boxing was a sidelight for him. Uh, he's making big dollars now outside of you know, outside of his sport, but he probably didn't make the huge money when he was playing. So these guys have got to make the the money now uh, through either their their endorsements or you know, obviously their contracts. Mm. But you know to. I just, I, I think I'd love to see him make more. To like be perfectly honest with you, I, I, I think they deserve more. Yeah, it's a hard game, and you look and see what you know. Uh, some players at the end of their careers look like, and um, uh, you know, and, and you know, to be perfectly fair, even watching Mario Fennick, um on television yeah. um, the other night, I mean, that was sad to see Mario in such a such a state. And it's a tough game. It's a tough, brutal game, and it's getting harder and harder. And I, I believe that players should be paid whatever they can get. And back to on the field with with Latrell now. I mean, like, um, you know, he probably didn't have his best game last week and South still was dominant. Um, so I think it's going to be fascinating to see this grand final rematch. Uh, he, he didn't get the chance to make his mark last year because of the, the Manu stuff. Uh, I think the year before he might have had a hammy as well. And, so I think I think this is a, a time for him to absolutely shine and show 
the game that he is tremendous um, and, and why he should be one of the, the very top players. And should, he, he'll be on a million dollars a year with South, um, provided that deal gets done. Uh, and he, he'll get the chance to show exactly why against uh, the machine that is Penrith. Uh, I don't know how anyone stops them, but uh, I think that if if South, if anyone can stop them, it's mm. through Luttrell. It's well, through You've got to hope that they don't bring their best if you're going to beat Penrith, and you, you're you going to have to make sure that Luttrell's on his game, and they're just a wonderful side, Penrith. They've proven that over the last couple of years, and they look mighty hard to beat for this year, but you just never know, do you? It's an 80-minute well, performance. I was out with them, with the Penrith boys yesterday, uh, and I talked to about half a dozen of them, including Nathan. And um, look, they've just got this real steel about them um, and real calmness. And I just feel like they know what they have to do. Mm. They just know what they have to do. They've got a couple of little concerns, um, you know, with, with Kayla May, obviously. But I mean, uh, apart from that, they they look they look uh, lean, mean, and hungry, and they want to do this again. Uh, I, yeah. And there's the attitudes there. I, I saw you talking last night on Nine News with uh, Viliami Kickout <laughs> about that TikTok <laughs> video oh, that he did last year. Do you think, well, I'm assuming South will use that, but would they be worried about that at all? You know, Kickout and, you know, the coaching group. and t- Would they mention that, do you think, or they just uh, not, don't even worry about it? We're not going there. I asked Billy to sing the song for me again. Oh, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't want to sing it. Yeah. Um, look, Billy, Billy knows he did wrong, um, and he knows he's given. He's definitely given South some ammo. They, they haven't forgotten that. Uh, I, know, I know it's only probably a, in the broad scheme of things, it's something that the media like to talk about. Yeah. Uh, we like to focus on, and you know what? Uh, looking at it a year later, it, it's a bit funny. And, you know, uh, but I don't think the South fans see it as funny. Uh, and I don't. I don't think. I think the players will talk about it. Um, but Kikau is. He is the weapon for Penrith. He's almost the Latrell for for Penrith in a lot of ways, isn't he? The the impact he has on a game. He's been unbelievable this year. He says he's cut out. Uh, he used to have Maccas and KFC three times a week uh, earlier in his career. He's cut that out. He has the occasional cheat meal now. But uh, he's he's realizing what it takes to become a professional footballer. And Laurie, um, I'm not sure if you, if you. I mean, I know you watch it very closely, but I think that the good judges say to me uh, that he's now probably the best defensive second rower in the comp as well. Uh, that his defence has improved remarkably, and that's something he's really worked on. Uh, so, and that's going to be interesting to see uh, the way he, he monitors yeah. the South Sydney players. Ah. Uh. You're saying he's the best back that's, rower. That's what. That's. Ooh, that's a big call. I think he's improved out of sight. Defensively. Yeah, I think he's improved yeah. out of sight. I, mm. I, yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No. There's no argument. I mean, really, it comes down to what you see in a back rower and how they defend and how they work with um, the man on his inside and outside as well. Mm. It just doesn't come down to at times with you what your techniques like and how you wrap someone up. It's about how you defend. I always remember Tim Sheens always used to say, you can be a good tackler, but that doesn't make you a good defender. Well, apparently, that's, well, that's what the people... I'm, I'm not saying it, but what people have explained to me who know the game yeah. better than me, they say, look, you watch his defence now. It is it is the high point of his game, and, and he's a, he's a, a weapon uh, also in, a, in attack as well. And the other interesting thing with um, when I was out at Penrith, I think that uh, they, they watched pretty closely how... Um, 
uh, Ronaldo Multana had had a bit bit of success in the air against South. Um, and I know that Cronulla didn't win uh, and didn't really threaten, but that's where they looked most dangerous. I wouldn't be surprised if we see uh, Stephen Crichton, you know, really uh, launch as, a, as a, an aerial weapon uh, against against South. So that's another thing to look at. I don't know how South wingers cope with Nathan Cleary's bombs. Mm. I, I just don't know how they do it. I mean, other than putting pressure on Nathan, um, yeah, that's the key. Yeah, that, that is the key, but. It's easier said than done, isn't it? <laughs> well, him and Matt Burton are the, obviously the best. Yeah, no, they are. Um, what about in your column uh, on Sunday, Denny? And I was sort of taken aback with this. We talk about concussions in the game and we talk about player player safety. And did you say something like doctors assess their patient over Zoom? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what, that's what happens. I mean, I, I was... I put that to the NRL. I said, listen, I've been told that, you know, just say Mitchell Moses, for example, the, the independent doctor will have a Zoom hookup with him. Uh, I mean, obviously, they've got their club doctors, but you would think, I don't know, I just, given, like you mentioned, the Mario thing, and mm. given the, the focus on on concussions and all, I would have thought that there has to be a consultation face-to-face. I mean, I know we get we can do the, the health thing over the phone, can't we? I mean, but, you know, we're not... I don't think we're generally dealing with concussions on a weekly basis. And I would have thought it requires more than a, a Zoom, you know, hookup with a, with a player to say, hey, how are you feeling? I mean, I don't know. That, that leaves me a little bit um, concerned about the level, the, the incomplete level of um, thoroughness that's mm. going through these processes. Now, uh, on the vanquished, uh, the shark season, was it a success or not, do you think, Danny? Uh, I, I think so. Um, I think that Craig Fitzgibbon would have been gutted uh, straight sets, right? I mean, there's, I mean, look, Johnny Morris, don't forget, he was, he was sacked from Cronulla for not being able to get results at the back end of the year. And uh, Fitzy did really well to get uh, Cronulla um, to the point where they were so high up on the premiership table. But their exit was not great. I mean... The way they they lost at the end to the Cowboys, um, so hard to take, and their their performance on the weekend just wasn't up to it. Um, so, I think they'll consider it a, a pretty good season. Um, the criticism throughout the year of of Cronulla was, you know, maybe they had an easier draw, um, uh, which is I think that's been quite widely accepted. So, I think that it's. Uh, a strong season, good start for Craig Fitzgibbon, but not a not an outstanding one, particularly with the the way they finished. So, um, I think Fitzy uh, will have learnt a lot from that from that exit, and I know for a fact he's taken it to heart. He's that's that's hurt him big time. Jeez, we we mark him hard, Danny. Mm. The coaches and no harder than Brad Arthur, mate. Surely he's safe, win, lose or draw. <sighs> you'd, you'd think Surely so. you'd think so. You'd think My so. but God. there's obviously there's obviously uh, a set against Brad Arthur. You've seen what, why why though? I think I, I look. I'm not. I actually think Brad Arthur's done a, a pretty good job. But I, I think that the reason it's there is because they haven't won a comp. Simple as that. They mm. feel like they've had uh, the resources, uh, the roster, particularly this year. This is their year, pup. Yeah, uh, I, and, and I get and I get that. I, I get the expectation, and, and I think I actually think Brad's handled um, 
the criticism very well. I think he hasn't shied away from it. He said, yep, there is expectation, there is pressure, and, and there's no doubt he wants to win the GF. But this, if I think of my team, the Tigers, if our, win, if our record was what Parramatta's has been in the last, you know, 10 years, I'd be doing backflips. You'd be taking half the record. Mate, I'd be so... Like, I just worry we always think the grass is greener. Yeah, look, I, I, when, when there are some pretty significant figures in the media uh, who aren't on your side, um, and, you know, it's, this, this is coming up at semi-final time, and there's um, leaked, leaked reports about junior yeah. pathways, and they're being interpreted as, you know, an impact, as impacting on the senior team. It's it just doesn't feel great for Brad. I I, I think um, yeah he silences everything if he gets him to the grand final. In my view, that's I actually would have thought that that would have dropped off now. Um, but I guess if he gets him to the grand final, it's that's got it. Maybe that's his pass mark. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Danny, big week. Enjoy, mate. Thank you. Pup, I expect some strong performances from you. I'll, I'll be, I'm listening closely, particularly at 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, mate. Put your seatbelt on. See ya. Bye. <laughs> See you, buddy.